The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Report Report by the Buffalo Fanatics. This is the Report Report. Y'all know who this is. We know what kind of week this is going to be. We know what kind of weekend this is going to be. It's a big, big showdown. Bengals, Bills. 3 p.m. It's like it's like the big fight that has to happen after. You know what I'm saying? Two two of the you know what I mean? one of the baddest cats in the school. They really don't like each other and you need to settle some. So what do you do? You set up the date for 3 p.m. after school. Meet me there. Everybody's gonna be watching. We're about to settle it. We had beef before, but it got broken up. They broke us up. We couldn't get we couldn't get you know what I'm saying we couldn't find a winner. So now, the bout is on. We're about to we're about to settle something real quick. Cause right now, here's the thing, man, and it's just what it is. But the Bengals have been able to have the Kansas City Chiefs number quite convincingly, three straight. So they got a little bit of something to kind of you know what I mean, put that championship belt around their you know around the waist because they 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 took down a team that's won a championship. So they got a little bit of bragging rights. But you haven't played a guy like Josh Allen yet. He's different. We all know that he's different. And right now, as a Bills fan, and as someone that, you know me, I, I try to be as objective as possible, there's a lot of Josh Allen slander going on on these Twitter streets. On these Facebook, you know what I mean? These Facebook streets. I just don't get it. All of a sudden, it's, it's, it's amplified. Like he's a walking turnover. Like he's Jameis Winston. There ain't never going to be a 30 for 30. <laughs> you know what I mean? Didn't Jameis Winston over 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions? Like, come on. Son. Like you, you talking as if Josh Allen is Jameis Winston. Turnover machine that's got his team at 13 and 3. Turnover machine that everybody's been saying that he can't win the close ones, but he's been doing it, been showing it. Turnover machine that's got a better record than he did last year. And last year and this year, he's got identical numbers. But that wasn't the narrative last year. That wasn't the conversation last year. It was about Josh Allen, potentially MVP. Josh Allen is that dude. What happened? Nothing's changed. He's got identical numbers with one less game. But 
I just, it's bizarre to me. It's bizarre. It's weird. Right now, uh, my man Bobby put out a stat. Did I put it up last time? Damn it, I thought I added it. I don't know, Pierre, if you can add that clip. There's, there's, a, there's a post right now of Josh Allen stats this year and Josh Allen stats last year. Damn it, I thought I added it, but I didn't. Anyway, damn near the same, if not identical. Per- completion percentage, bang on. Yardage, pretty much bang on. Pa- rush yardage, pretty much bang on. Interception ratio, pretty much bang on. So why, what has changed with, with Josh Allen? Oh, he's regressed. He's the same. If anything, he's consistent. A lot of people want to say he plateaued. No, 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 no. It's called consistency. He's consistent. But the, the narrative is he's a turnover machine. Why are we talking about Joe Burrow? That's just about to play, you know what I'm saying, in a big game himself. He's got 15 total turnovers this year. Josh Allen has four more, but get, get this, though. Here's the thing that people don't want to talk about, right? Josh Allen is your quintessential dual threat quarterback. He does it all. There's no one in the league right now that does what Josh Allen does. There's no one. Justin Fields, heck of a freaking athlete. He don't sling it like Josh does. Lamar Jackson, the best athlete in the game. He's the best quarterback. He's the best athletic quarterback in the game. I mean, one of the best athletes. I'll just say athletes. He doesn't sling it like Josh Allen. And I love Lamar Jackson. Y'all know that. Joe Burrow sitting here with 15 total freaking turnovers, but we ain't talking about that. We're talking about Josh Allen with 19 turnovers. But get this though, right? Josh Allen has 567 pass attempts. It's not like he's not throwing the football. 567 pass attempts. The most pass attempts this year is Tom Brady with like 790. But where's Tom Brady now? You know what I mean? They backed in. They they backed into the playoffs and got their ass. They got their tail beat. But that's neither here nor there. It's just how 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 things just move around. Like, and I get it. It's it's not even Super Bowl week where you have two weeks to try to make things to talk about. This is a divisional round, and we talk about Josh Allen having issues. You know, what I'm saying holding on to the football. We are thirteen and three. We are on a seven game, eight game win streak. If we were losing and we backed into the playoffs and we barely got in because of Josh Allen's turnovers, we understand. We understand. We're a fourth and 18 bat down from having 14 wins. We're, we're, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Early season loss to the Dolphins. You got to give, you got to give credit to the Dolphins. Dolphins won that game. Sure, we lost that one. And then we lost another one to the Jets. Divisional games. The Bengals nearly just lost this game. They squeaked out. They squeaked out of this Bengals game. They barely got out of it. Offensively, they, they couldn't do anything. Their defense had to bail them out. And their defense bailed them out against the freaking Patriots. We ain't talk about that, though. But Joe Burrow's cool. And I like Joe Burrow. Don't get me wrong. I, I fuck with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, that, 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 he's the type of quarterback... You can, you can invite to the cookout all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? He's that dude. He's that dude. There's no hate on Joe Burrow. I like Joe Burrow. But we, I'm not going to sit here and watch you suckers try to put some trash on my quarterback. No effing way. And when, and when he gives the Bengals the business, ooh, we, I will be insufferable. 
I will be insufferable. I'm going to tell you that right now. And I like the Bengals. I actually like the Bengals. But it's not even about the Bengals. It's not even Bengals fans. It's, it's like it's somebody's cast that are out there just making shit up. I just, it sickens me. Yo, Josh Allen has 124 rush attempts plus 567 pass attempts. The man has the volume. He's got the volume touches. Of course, you're going to have a couple turnovers here and there. 760 yards rushing. Joe Burrow running like that? Pat Mahomes running like that? Come on, Seth. The most rush attempts. Jalen Hurts. Justin Fields. Josh Allen. The next person up, Daniel Jones. After that, Lamar Jackson. Joe Burrow has 75 rush attempts. Joe Burrow has 75 rush attempts. Trevor Lawrence, 62. Pat Mahomes, 61. Josh Allen doubled that shit. Are there going to be a couple, you know what I mean, knockdowns and, and turnovers? Yes, that comes with the territory when you do that. The more you pass the ball, sometimes the more interceptions you're going to throw. How many interceptions did uh, my man uh, Tom Brady throw tonight, uh, this year? Nine? Ten interceptions? Like, it's just going to happen. The more shots you take, sometimes the, chance, the more chances the ball is going to go in, but the more shots you take, sometimes you're going to miss some. It's just what it is. But this, this narrative right now that he's a turnover machine and, and, and the Bills need to... How many... Listen, here's the thing. There was a crazy stat so I, I saw somewhere. Um, or somebody sent it to me. These games that Josh Allen's turned the ball over, Right, we had two. We had two games that he turned the ball over. Um, he had two interceptions against the Jets. We lost that game. Right um, against the Vikings, I think he had one interception or two. I can't recall, and we lost that by that fourth and eighteen bat down and a and a fumble on our end, on our end in the end zone, pushed up against the on the line, and it was a, a botched snap between center and quarterback exchange, which got the Vikings back in the game. Right. So, like, you, we got to look at the turnovers. You know what I'm saying? Like, total turnovers, cool. But let, just look at them. Just look at it. Would you look at that? Just look at it. Throws, throws, a, throws a dime dart to Cole Beasley off of Cole Beasley's chest into the NFC. Like, come on, son. Like, talk about the turnovers, but talk about the type of turnovers that are happening. Is it all on him? Fuck out of here with that shit, man. We're going to talk about it today. By the way, I'm, I'm going to be joined by... Uh, one of two uh, guests. Uh, both guys were supposed to, both cats were supposed to show up, but one uh, had uh, some engagements that came up, so he wasn't able to make it. Um, but uh, we're going to have my man um, Zim from the Wincinnati podcast that's going to be joining me in just a little bit. In just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he's actually he's actually right here. So, yo, handle your business until we, we bring him on. But anyways, I had to get that off my chest real quick. Cause I, I'm I'm sick and tired of slander, and it's and it's it's the talking heads, and this is the, this is why podcast like mine and like others, regional if you will, local if you will, that really know the team, that really put the work in and know the team. Those are the people you need to follow, so they can tell you the real goods. The real goods. You feel what I'm saying, Winston. You see what I'm saying? The real goods. You don't want to go to the 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 Willie McGinnis. Not that Willie McGinnis is doing. I'm just throwing out there. You don't want to go to these cats. 
they they take a couple notes the night before and then talk about it. Messing up names, tell, talk about players that are not on the squad no more. He's on IR, but he's talking about, well, we better watch out for uh, Ike Butker because, man, Ike Butker hasn't played. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear any of that mess. So if you want a real, if you want real talk coming from real cast that know the real team, you come to the local cast that know that shit. I don't want to hear nothing from these, these cats that are that. Man, yo, put that shit up on the screen for me, man. Put that shit up on the screen for me, man. I'm telling you right now. I see you, Pierre. Pierre's out. You, let me put it up there for you. Let, before I bring my man out, hold on. I need to put some shit out there for people to understand what's good. Josh Allen is the epitome of consistency is what you want to talk about. I don't want to hear about he's plateaued, he's regressed. Take that shit out your mouth. In one less game, 63% completion percentage. He's got 4,200 yards with one less game. And I guarantee you the game against the Bengals would have probably been a shootout. Whether we were on the winning end or the losing end, he would have had his stats, no doubt. 35 passing touchdowns, 14 interceptions, 96.6 passer rating, better than last year. 33 sacks taken. But when you, when you rush, when you rush for 124 attempts, it's going to happen. When you throw for 567 attempts, it's going to happen. Joe Burrow's got 15 turnovers. How come we ain't talking about that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I mean it. With, I'm going to say it with my mother effing chest. Y'all know what. Y'all know what time it is, man. And I had to set it up just right. So, by the way, if you guys are tuned in for the very first time, this is the Rico Report. It's Buffalo Fanatics. You know what we do. We got a big old game. Like I said, we got a big fight tonight. You know what I'm saying? We have a big fight. 3 p.m. Sunday. Meet me in the courtyard. It's going down. Everybody knows what time it is. I got to read the Super Chat real quick. Shout out to my man, Brandon Lisi. What's up, Brandon? Brandon says, hey, yo, some fans are afraid to criticize Josh Allen. I get it. His play is a double-edged sword, but it's okay to call him out on things he does and does not. Of course it is. But I'm not going to sit here. And listen to people talk about oh, he's a turnover. He's a turnover machine, and he the 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 Bills better watch out because if it, it could turn into a blowout, if any turn if any quarterback turns the ball over to their team, it's gonna be a blowout. Check this out. My man Trevor Lawrence is being praised for being gutsy. He's being praised for throwing. You know what I'm saying? For winning against. You know what I'm saying? A a, 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 a team that has been not so great through four interceptions. I didn't hear he was a bum. I heard he was gutsy, came back and did his thing and now look at him. And now they're picking them potentially to beat the damn Chiefs. How about that? Let me let me listen. Let me let me stop talking. Yo, my man Zim, give me give me thumbs up if you're ready to come on. Hey, you better bring that energy when I come. You know, hey, you know what I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, let me bring up my man Zim. <laughs> Zim. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, man. I'm, 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 I'm just here for the show. I'm, I'm listening to the Rico Report. It's you and, know, what I'm saying we bring it, man. We always bring it on the Rico Report, and I had to bring you on because, uh, actually, what brought me to you, uh, is my man Silas. Silas is like, yo, you need to hit my man's up. He's nice like that, and ironically enough, I hit your man's up because he was, we were in the spaces, and he was speaking some facts. I was like, yo, I like this cat because I don't like people talking fluff. Give me the fluff stuff. I don't want the fluff. I want the nitty gritty. Give me the yeah. good. And I figured I'd hit up the Cincinnati pod. I got to give you guys a shout out. So for those that don't know, shout out to my man Zim coming through. Who they nation. We're about Appreciate to see how much, how much hoot, hoot, hollering they do on Sunday. We're about to find out. We'll see. 
we don't know. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> the show and uh, man, talk, tell people, you mean, about your show, uh, what y'all talk about, and how you feel about, you know I mean, this upcoming game on Sunday. Well, appreciate you for having me again. Okay. Um, I think uh, my my name is Zim. Uh, I do a, a podcast on Wednesday Pod. Me and my guy Ace, he has something, a family matter. I don't think he can make it or whatever, but we, me and him partner up. We were doing shows for other different syndicates and working with a lot of different companies and whatever. And then we partnered up and did our own thing. We started doing a bunch of stuff where we interview players a lot. I started like, you know, like I've been doing this Instagram stuff for a long, long time. I built off of that, built off of that. And I finally made my way to Twitter like two years ago. And then I started going crazy on there. So it built up a pretty good following, like pretty fast. So you can follow me there if y'all listening to Zim Hude. Um, I promise you, if you're a Bills fan, you're going to hate my guts. Uh, if 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 you're an AFC North opponent, you're going to have. But one thing about me is I feel like how you said, bro, was spitting. One thing I do is I always pride myself on just giving the information and the truth. I, there is no shit talking or anything like what like from my end like i just like to talk about what has happened what's about to uh, transpire based off of the information that we know so that's just a little bit of a background we actually had a real good interview with a defensive line uh zach carter yesterday zach carter, I saw that. um and he has some good input on he thought for strategy against josh allen so it might be some bills fans that might be like ha ah, ah, i want to laugh at this you know what i mean so like this is one way that they think that they can attack Josh Allen. I thought defense alignment Zach Carter kind of outlined some of that stuff. So I like that, and, and you know what? And I appreciate that. And 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 there are. I mean, I got I got to, uh, some some I guess friends of the show that we bring on. We talk ish, and we uh, my team's gonna do this. Your team's gonna do that. But there comes a time where you're like the fun is over. Give me the the goods. Like where where the ins and outs of the team. What's gonna happen? where the weaknesses are, where the strengths are, where there are things that frustrate you as a fan. That's the type of stuff we come on here. I tell people, if you want the fluff, you want the kumbaya stuff, this ain't for you. I talk about the team. I love my team, but I will criticize them right to the bone, right? So, <laughs> you know the drill. You know the drill. So, uh, welcome to the show, and I appreciate that. So, if you guys want to follow, um, and if you guys want to hate, because you mean Bill's fan, yo, Bill's mom, come, they come strong, fam. They might yeah, not. Nah. Look, I'm, I'm I'm public enemy number one for a lot of different fan groups. But it's not, but like I said, it's just me no saying doubt. what factual information is, especially like when it comes to guys like Joe Burrow. Like, I'm just going to tell you what he's accomplished in a short amount of time. And sometimes that rubs people the wrong way. I like it. Now, here's the deal. Uh, let's get, you know what? Let me, let me get into this because it's fresh right off your dome. Zach, Zach Carter. Zach Carter played for the Bengals. He had some insight. He had some, I mean, I'm not, I'm sure he didn't give you all the goods because he can't just, you know what I'm saying, put everything out there. But what was it that he uh, shed light on that you were like, oh, snap, okay, I didn't I didn't really think of it that way. Or was he just saying things that we all know? Josh Allen is mobile. He can get out of the pocket. You got to keep him in the pocket. You got to X, Y, Z. What was it that he shed that actually would actually interest Bill's mafia to be like, you know what, that's right. He's actually absolutely correct. I think, um... You got to think, too, you know, you know, you're always going to get the conversations about Patrick Mahomes, right, as it pertains to, like, Josh Allen and his whole hierarchy of quarterbacks and all these different things, too. Right. So our perspective on, like, quarterback play, just to let you know, it's predicated on a defensive coordinator that is his only job is to make quarterbacks feel uncomfortable. And it's not uncommon, and it's not by coincidence, it's not by luck that Patrick Mahomes' worst three games – or his worst game this past, this season is against, you know who, Cincinnati Bengals. So That's I think right. an average fan looks at, like, 
well, I, I'm going to kill Eli Apple. And we going to, like, I like to do a deep dive on, like, the concepts and the things that make, you know, teams upset or their quarterback, like, uncomfortable in those different instances. So I think he was coming with a strategy. One of my favorite games this season might not be yours, but very similar, the Jets. Okay. This is a game we hear a lot of times. We hear about how um, if Josh Allen doesn't create turnovers, then it's just it, – it, this is over, right? And I think that's ca a casual take. Okay. Jets game, like, what, five weeks ago or something like that. That's a game where Josh Allen – I've never seen Joe Burrow throw for 140 yards, like, ever, in even in his rookie year. His rookie year is the greatest story untold when he was on pace for 4,700 yards. That's so right. a lot of the strategies and a lot of different things and the concepts, and if you look at the makeup of the Bengals, a lot of it is built a lot like the Jets' defense in that regard, where you don't have these huge names. You got a guy in Carl Lawson who is the equivalent of Trey Hendrickson bringing pressures around that edge position, a healthy eight-man rotation. One of the right. conversations that is not being talked about is guys like Zach Carter, Cam Sample and company, Joseph Osai. They keep them fresh. And one of the things that they do is they don't get a lot of sacks, but they get a lot of pressure and they stay very disciplined in their gap assignments. So he was talking about caging him in. He was looking through uh, Josh Allen going through the A and the B gaps, and I feel like they're ready for that. Keep in mind, we got killed 2019 by a guy named Lamar Jackson. You guys probably have heard of him. Yeah, we heard he's of him. A running, he's, he's pretty mobile. So mm -hmm. when we went to that draft that, that upcoming year, we went and got three freak linebackers that we said, okay, let's just see which one of these guys work. From that draft, Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt, and Akeem Davis-Gaither have been balling like now on a new level where I know that there's no world that we can retain them all. But the makeup of our team – is built the Cajun mobile quarterbacks. We've never seen a quarterback anything like Josh Allen. But part of the concepts are, I'm just giving you the background. Part of the concepts is Patrick Mahomes, uncomfortable, wants to improvise and make plays. Absolutely. Running mobile quarterbacks, having linebackers go sideline to sideline. No man-to-man -man concepts, all zone concepts for the most part. So you never have your back turned to Josh Allen if he wants to scramble. That's the concepts of what the Bengals are going to run for the most part. I absolutely love that you brought up the the New York Jets because the New York Jets really made Josh Allen uncomfortable. And with what in, in, in what I noticed by watching watching the film and watching the game all over again is when you I mean, if with any quarterback, take away one quarterback, uh, excuse me, one weapon, weapon of choice. You got to you got to spread the ball around. And what they did was they they doubled up and bracketed my man Stefan Diggs and put their number one sauce gardener on my man Gabe Davis. So now, now Josh Allen was like, oh shit, okay, I can't, I don't want to force in the double team, but you got my man locked up. So now I've got to really spread the ball out and use my legs. And now that's what they forced him to do. Use your legs. But guess what? We ain't gonna let you outside. So you're gonna have to throw the football and you're gonna have to find a way. First matchup, they did a great job. Then we adjusted. And then we kind of figured out how to do things. And then obviously quarterback play played a big part. But at the end of the day, we did what we we're supposed to do. So the Bengals, I feel, are going to do the same thing. And you said something that I've been saying for a year now, year and a half now. You guys are very, very disciplined. I noticed that in that last match with the, the last year when you guys went to the Super Bowl and you took down the Chiefs, y'all had Pat Mahomes frustrated as ever. Y'all did not get out of pocket. Y'all did not miss an assignment. You stayed within the assignment. 
and you're he's gonna run. I swear he must have ran for 200 yards lateral going back and forth because you guys stayed in where you're supposed to do and and you frustrated him. And but here's the difference though, they're two different quarterbacks. Although Pat Mahomes gets creative and does all this scampering stuff, Josh Allen is a little different. Um, and I feel that this is such a matchup that it could go very, very left or very right. You know what I'm saying? And in this case, I'm hoping it's it's very right for us um, and that we have a matchup. Now, the beginning of the year, I mean, excuse me, the, the, the first, what, seven minutes of the game, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be real. I was uncomfortable. When we, when we played y'all, I was uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? First, and I felt it. I was like, yo, they're going to test Trey White out right now. And surely they did. And I started feeling uncomfortable. Now, I got to flip it to you now. The defensive coordinator, what is it about your defensive coordinator that what is he going to muster up for Josh Allen? What what do you feel like he's going to do? Taking some from what Zach Carter told you and what you've seen, What how do you feel that he's going to put a specific game plan for Josh and what he's going to do? You know, it's crazy. One, another dude I rock with that they're not talking about on the injury report, because I, I know we're going to probably get the offensive line pretty good. I would probably be talking crazy if we had our CB1 and Cheeto Bay Awuzie. And I'm not and I'm not like a big injury guy, like bringing it up. But yep. I do think that that is a big difference. And I'm glad you pointed that out. And that is the opening that I could see. I, could, I think that Gabe Davis actually is going to have a, a good game. I think maybe even a big game. Because I think that they'll go with the bracket, you know, like the bracket coverage on on, on digs. Because one on one, they're they're not gonna like that matchup. Like I'll be the first one to tell you that the Bengals cornerbacks are not elite coverage cornerbacks; they're elite tackling cornerbacks. Okay. One of the, one of the things that they do really well, like Eli Apple, hasn't relinquished a lot of yards. The last the game that he had last week, and this has happened to him three different times. It's three constants. Teams that run the football heavy, 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 they ask him to come in and run support a lot. And I thought he got caught with his eyes in the backfield. It happened to him in the uh, Falcons game, a 75-yard pass before the half. It happened to him, I want to say it was one other time, the Browns game, another run-heavy game. It didn't right. think about the Ravens game. So that game is in division, Ravens, played him three times, just played him last week, crazy, all types of stuff, right? And I just think he got caught up in, like, let me go and stop the run. In the Josh Allen game, I think the concept is going to be, let me see how patient he is. As great as a quarterback he is, it's got to be about, I don't care. I don't care if you run for 150 yards. I've had people tell me, like, oh, we're going to run or whatever. The Chiefs told us that, too, right? And I hate comparing it because they're not the same. Josh Allen is totally different. But I'm just telling you, like, this is the concept. After we beat them the first two times, they're like, oh, well, this time we're going to run. And I'm like, bet. We'll show you a three-man a, a three man front, dare you to run. How patient will you be? Will you run the whole entire time? And let's say you run for 150. Let's say in, the, in your wildest wet dreams, you run for 200 yards, right? The key to Lou Anarumo is did you score? And this is the main important factor that I want everybody to know. You could walk out of this game and say, bro, we ran effectively all day, right? We've had that happen. The Chiefs ran for 160 in that game. The game ended at 27-24 because it's about possessions. Absolutely. Life is about opportunity and possessions. The, the Dolphins game, 
they shouldn't they they're not as good as you but you know what you all did y'all gave them the opportunity to be on the field with you do you know how many possessions the dolphins had in the game against you like we possession we they had 15 and we had 16 something of that nature do you know how many do you know how many so look so check this out this is I'm where the gonna, magic happens this uh, is where the this is where it gets real sparkly and bubbly do you know how many possessions that the Bengals and ravens game had total i don't know what was it 16 possessions so joe burrow literally only had seven possessions in a run heavy style game where mm. they're saying i'm going to limit your opportunities the difference is i thought the dolphins and y'all saw their coordinator got fired right after the game because yep. he was stupid to try to zero blitz him. sure i'll show you a zero blitz look sure like two times but the Bengals are going to show you these multiple looks and be able to try to confuse or try to confuse them throughout most of the game right but the possessions are the only reason why the Dolphins were in that game. You can't give bad teams opportunities and different things like that. The Ravens, we controlled the game early on. The game could have been 14-0. They took a pass interference off, whatever. We ended right. up starting off the game 9-0. They then ran the ball effectively, effectively, but they weren't scoring. In the Chiefs game or any of these uh, games where guys like throw, 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 we just come back, take a, say it's a seven-point lead or whatever. They're going to sit on the clock. They're not going to give him 15, 16 possessions to go score 30-something points. So every single possession has to count. And if it goes to a shootout kind of concept, Joe Burrow's 100% game with that because the game that was like 12, 13 possessions, he threw for 450 yards on him, four tutties, zero interceptions, and Jamar Chase went for 266 yards on, on the Chiefs. Against, against the Chiefs. Chiefs. Right. And and then you'll say, well, well, my defense it, it's about it's about possessions, bro. Like I don't care who. He, think about if you are Josh Allen fan right now, and you're saying, bro, like I don't care about none of that. Like it's Josh Allen. If I got the ball, that's how we are about Burrow. The game last week was a different type of game where it was a conservative game plan because you know that the opposition can't 100%. score, so we were limiting possessions for you guys. It will be no like I think that everybody says it's a shootout. It's a shootout. Maybe, but I, I, if the Bengals get like any bit of comfort, they're not going to keep on throwing because throwing means incompletions. Incompletions means more time on the clock, so more who, possessions, and I don't want to give you more possessions. Would and you that's guys, what Lou Anaruma is going to do. Would you guys say you guys are, in your opinion, are you a balanced, uh, a balanced team where it's a rush, it's an even, even amount of rush, even amount of pass? Are you more pass heavy? Uh, because that plays a big part in what kind of, what kind of scheme we're going to get from you that plays a big part on what kind of what kind of game this is going to be because both these teams are very different from the last matchup completely mm -hmm. different so i'm looking forward to seeing what what transpires because i'm i'm looking at your rush and i like mixon i like Perrine. i think they're both fine backs i don't think mixon's the same back he was a couple years back i think he's taking a step back but he is also coming off of injury so i do respect that and i get that part but i just don't say i don't think he's the same Mixing now that in mind, that in mind, you guys have Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow is a very controlled, he controls the offensive extremely well, gets in and out of his checks. I see, I see it. I've been watching y'all and I see what's going on. And I'm trying to think for Bills how to take away things that that you guys do well. And obviously, your three headed monster is Boyd, Higgins, and Chase. So do you take that away, play heavy zone, and, and keep everything in front and allow Mixon to take the dump off? Because that's what it is, dump off to Mixon, very good back catching out of the backfield. Is that effective for the Bills? Is that what we're going to do? Do we just send four? Because Bills are very good with getting pressure with just four. 
not having to blitz. And that's how we've had some success. Um, and you brought up your the corner. I couldn't, I, I couldn't, you couldn't pay me to pronounce can't, it. Can't, uh, Cam Taylor, but no, not even the one that you said that was injured or Chiuze or something. Oh, like oh Cheeto Bay I'm not even gonna bother with that. But <laughs> so I that's could, our CB1, but he tore his ACL and Halloween. And that would have made a big difference, is what you're saying. So when I when I Huge. think of have and we lost Von Miller, what a closer, what a difference maker would have been because it, it's a different game. So I guess what I want to get to is what is it that where do you see the 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 Bengals trying to attack and trying to 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 I guess really find an advantage somewhere because the basic the fluff stuff the basic stuff is take away tra- chase bracket chase and do the dive a little deeper where <laughs> where is it that you know I mean Mister let, let me to find a hole let me say there's some there's some scores and this is how this is how our philosophies are different like I watched the end of y'all Bears game like Zach Taylor would never like try to score like. Like go like the Falcons game, Joe Burrow had 481 yards in the game and just conceded like the rest, just kneeled it out at the one yard line. Like they're not that type of style of team. Like they're not trying to run it up. None of that stuff. Like the announcer was like, he should go break Norman Brockwell's record of the most passing yards of all time. He the only time we ran it up on some was the Ravens because he was talking trash. So Joe Burrow gave him like 525 yards. Like that's like that's the only thing you'll get from like Shiesty. But as far as like God, y'all call you have sh- to shite <laughs> when, when it when he when he dealing when he dealing like if you get sacks on him getting pressure he's joe burrow when he starts to move around and starts to go and, and scramble it's shiesty season oh boy joe joe burrow joe burrow currently right now right is a guy that i don't believe that you can blitz so if you're for, if your front four get home that's the key that's the ticket the three losses that we had at the beginning of the year, the constant was Miles Garrett, Micah Parsons, and TJ Watt. Those three guys caused them a lot of problems early in the, in the, in the game. But all three of those games had three different things that happened. The Bengals come back and take the lead or they go to overtime, and then we lose by walk-off field goals. Right. You know how you say that we lost these three games and they were only by eight points. Absolutely. You know what the Bengals' three losses were? By eight points. It's the by same concept. It was early in the season, and I hear that a lot. So I was like, yeah, we did the same thing. Now, when we played the Browns on that game on, like, Halloween, crazy thing, assistant coach dies before the game. Cheeto Bay Awuzie tears his ACL. It's a lot of weird stuff. We got our asses kicked straight up. Uh-huh. So that – and that's another Miles Garrett game. Then we came back and, and gave him the work. But, look, if you try to blitz him or whatever, I feel like Joe Burrow is not the guy. 82.8 PFF grade, third in the National Football League if you blitz him. 63.6 completion rate, 11 tutties, second in the National Football League, only three interceptions, 110 passer rating, second in the National Football League if you blitz. Last week against the Ravens, he was blitz. 11 for 14 in those in those plays that he was blitz, he was only sacked once for a rating of a 142. In the first game, the first play of that game that you saw on the Monday night game, not it, well, the first one they test uh, Trey, White. Trey White down the field yep. is Jamar Chase. No doubt. Uh, later on, Demar Hamlin blitzes Hayden yep. Hurst uh, in the scene. Yep. So these are the things that I'm thinking about is like, okay, are you going to make them be patient like the Ravens are? You will need cover two primarily to say, okay, I'm going to keep two safeties over the top so I can take away my one-on-one matchups. But guess who plays more cover three in the National Football League than any team due to the reason, due, due to Michael Hyde being out? Talk to me. The Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. The three, the, the, what, and if you guys are at home and you're checking this out, 
more cover three than any team in the National Football League. Do you know why that drive looks like why it looks like? Because he's just looking at one-on-one matchups. I had a good talk with Marlon Humphrey one time, and he yeah. was telling me, he said, bro, Burrow, I don't even think he's that great. I just feel like he just takes one-on-one matchups, and he got these guys or whatever, and cool, whatever. That's what he's going to do. When you're playing cover two, you don't have the option to be able to just throw these go balls like we were last year. You guys, the Falcons, the Saints, and the Jets, and the Dolphins, the only team all year that put, showed us cover three, and we cooked. The, and the only reason why y'all showed us the cover three and cover four concepts is because I feel like because the personnel changed and Hyde is now not able to be back there with Poyer. For sure. And then you, on the first play, you get Poyer lined up one-on-one with Tyler Boyd, all these different things. Keep keep this in mind though. Uh, Trey White is just returning. He's and and I and I saw what was happening. You guys watched the film. Y'all see Trey coming back. He's not. He's a hundred percent in terms. Your knee's good to go. But like it, it takes confidence. It takes you know what I'm saying. It takes confidence on the field. You know what I mean your cuts, your breaks, and all that good stuff, right? So when they, I guess your defensive coordinator noticed. Hold on a second. Yo, we can, your offense coordinator Callahan. We could get after him. He's not 100%. Let's test him. And that's what it was. I don't think it was a matter of like one-on-one and this and that. We're just going to test him to see where he's at. The minute that happened, uh, it's on now. It's on. And I, and and thank, not thank goodness, but it's 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 fortunate that, unfortunate what happened, and we're about to get into it. Now, I got some questions. I got some questions that I need. I need I need some insight. I need I to see the chat. <laughs> they got questions too. The chat is buzzing right now. And I want to get into the chat. Uh, and I'm going to get no, into No, no, because I know people are like, I, I Cover. I got the cover three stats straight from ESPN Next Gen. I got and if you. you go if you go back and look at that play, Poyer is lined up with Tyler Boyd. And if you go look at the touchdown, you're in cover four. Two man look, not too high. Okay, Demar so, Hamlin. Why do y'all think he's up that close? That's not cover two. We're good. Oh, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. We're gonna get into that. You gave me the stats for Joe Burrow against the Blitz. He's this against that. I know on that piece of paper you got Josh Allen stats right now. And if you don't, I'm going to kind of give you a little bit. So you were talking about against the Blitz, one of the best quarterbacks. Who you think is one of the best in the game against the Blitz? And you, I dare you to bring it to you, and he'll light you up. And we, what did he do against the Dolphins? The Dolphins, defensively, they had a game plan. We going <laughs> to blitz you. We going to blitz you. He was like Coach Boone. You know what I'm saying? And remember Titans. We blitz, right. and we don't stop. We're going to let right. them have it. Josh Allen was like, bring it. You want to blitz me? I'm a fine, and you know he want he wants to give a candidate. I mean, let me give you the analogy on Josh Allen. Josh Allen is that is that dude that he goes to the gym, he works out. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm what am I working out for? What am I doing all this this heavy lifting for? Because I'm I want to throw the rock. The the and if Josh is patient, because you, you mentioned the word patience. If he's patient, I'm gonna tell you right now he's a different quarterback because the checkdowns are there. My goodness, are they ever? And if he exercises checkdowns, he can have four five hundred yards. But he just loves to go for the gutso. He loves to go for the gusto. That's his That's his thing. So when I'm looking at what these Bengals are going to try to do, they're going to try to take a page from the Dolphins, take mm. a page a little bit from the Jets. You know what I'm saying? Keep, the they're not going to blitz them, bro. They're not. <laughs> if they're smart, they're not going to. So if they we're don't. We're not blitzing them. We don't, we're not blitzing like that. We don't blitz. In time, we cook still. Josh cooks when you give him time. Josh yeah. cooks when you blitz. So like. Really and truly, how do you stop a guy that is different? He's not Pat Mahomes. He's not Joe. He's not Herbert. He's he's not Lamar Jackson. The guy is is a he's an alien. So how do you right. real talk? How do you stop that? That's number. That's question number one. All right. 
And and I'm a, that's a later question, but I need to know this. What the hell happened against the Ravens? Y'all almost lost that game. I don't know what yeah. happened, but we talk about possessions. Right. Hugh, you are one touchdown away from Tyler Huntley getting that, and then possessions do, do matter. You know what I'm saying? That's one. Right. Right. AFC East against the Patriots. Y'all are up 22. What happened? I don't know. You tell me. So <laughs> when I, I see- like that game. I like that game. Did you? Because when I'm looking at that game, I'm like, okay. So they are susceptible to some things. Did you see the first half of that game? We did see the first half, but guess what? This is a half. This is a game of four quarters. Did you see the first half of the the the, uh, the Jaguars and the Chargers? Second half was a different ball game. It's a different. It's a different story. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. the reason I bring this up For is sure. there are For things sure. that, that baffle me. We talk and, and and I don't really hype too much on national media because they don't know. You know, so they don't know like we know. But like when I see those two games, it's concerning to a Bengals fan. Right. And if if I'm a coordinator, I'm watching. Okay, so what what happened here? And I'm sure they saw some holes that can be had. So what happened in those games? I need to know where were the errors and are those fixable things? The first question, my man is breaking up, so I'll wait till he comes back a little bit. Um, but I, I think those are fair questions, and and he's probably talking right now as I'm talking. So hopefully. We can we can uh, get his connection back back up, but uh, as my man Zim is is kind of calculating, and I like I like how he's coming in. He's not poo pooing on the team. He's merely putting out putting out you know I me mean, the numbers. His quarterback is nice against the blitz. His quarterback, you know, what I'm saying does a whole a whole bunch of good things, but like you're going up against a pretty good defense as well. I mean, we've got some experience going up against some good quarterbacks as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out on this Sunday. I want to know what Leslie Frazier's got up his sleeve. We were able to get, we were able to get a, a very good idea, a very good idea of potentially what can happen. It was like a sneak peek, somewhat of a, a blessing in disguise, if you will. And I hate to use that, that term in this moment, but a blessing in disguise a little bit because we were like, okay, so these guys are going to try to air it out. So now it's up to Callahan to kind of change the game a little bit. Leslie Frazier is going to have to have a game of his career. To, I, to me, this is a huge, massive game because it does a lot of things. It, it, a, it allows, and I, I see you, I'm going to bring you in just a second. A, it allows, actually, hold on a second, let me just bring you on right now. What I was saying that this is, I said this is going to be a big game for Leslie Frazier uh, as, as you're talking because two things are going to happen. And I, I, I don't care for it too much, but like, Joe Burrow will have bragging rights. Mr. Shy, he's, he's not going to be Joe Burrow like you said. He's going to be Mr. Shiesty because Shiesty, you know what I'm saying? He, uh, 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 he's 3-0 and against, you know, in Kansas City. And now he's going up against a top dog, a top G, and Josh Allen. If he takes both those right. cats, he reigns <laughs> as that dude. You know what I'm saying? And we yeah, can't yeah. do that. So – I'm gonna put it I feel like on. we all I feel like we were all robbed on that Monday night game of like MVP campaign performances, right? 100%. Like I, I almost feel like it was like a Heisman moment. I'm sorry 100%. about that. My 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 computer wanted to do some weird update or something. I don't know what that was, but the, the first thing, remember I said earlier in the show, the Bengals have never seen a quarterback anything remotely close to Josh Allen. I, I want to make that very clear. Like, so there's the uncertainty of that, but I think it goes both ways. Um as far as like Joe Burrow, it's just efficiency and it's just a team that just they're just efficient. And um, what I was gonna say, you asked me about the Ravens game first. Yeah, the Ravens game, the Ravens, and then the Patriots. So I, so I don't have an answer. So I, I tell people this all the time. I tell Bengals fans, I say, Hey, look, 
Josh Allen is going to break out of tackles. It's going to have you frustrated. Josh Allen is going to launch a ball down the field. Guy's going to catch it, or it might be a PI. It's going to be a lot of crazy stuff that you're not going to like. Like, be ready for that. Yep. Um, and so everybody's hip to that if they're being real. Um, the Bengals have to get pressure with their front four. They don't really blitz that often. They'll send some blitzes with Mike Hills, but they're predominantly like run blitzes. You talked about the Ravens game. Me going at that Ravens game, I talked about the possessions. I was very disappointed on how that game should have got closed out. Like Burrow had the ball with four minutes left, and I'm used to him getting the ball four minutes left and then putting it up. Closing time. Closing time. Closing time. Like uh, Jamar Chase, I thought, had a drop on that on that one drive or whatever. And then he just – nobody was really open. I think he went the conservative way. Um I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's one of them games we just played them the week before. And just behind the scenes, I just thought it was like it was like it just 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 so y'all know. You know how the division games go. I thought like our fans were complaining about this a lot, but bro, I y'all could go watch this. I feel like they were trying to like hurt us and they were like they rested a bunch of people. Damn. Don't go there. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why, bro. This video of like Marcus Peters punching dude and all this other stuff. That. And then, and, then, and then check this out. Our starting right guard gets hurt in the game where, where the guy looks like he could kind of pull off of it, falls right onto his leg. It is clear, it's clear they had an agenda. And then their coach made no mistake about like, oh, yeah, I ain't seen nothing. And then, but y'all got to – y'all don't know the history on that too. Listen, like last, we, you don't even – we don't even – you don't have to explain anything in the AFC North. It's a, it's a battle. You don't got to explain. It but was I, nasty, bro. Like that that – that stupid flip, that that coin flip game was nasty. Let me and tell you, not- it's funny that you bring up they were kind of doing some funny business because I mean, I wouldn't call, I wouldn't even call it dirty. I just it, like if you know you're better, it's just like unnecessary. Like after the play, like every single play you pull in, that was turning ankles and like weird. Like I'm like, all right, some I mean, stuff. some dumb stuff. Check this out. I'm watching the Bengals Bills game, and two things stood out to me, and I was like, ooh, what's up with that? Trey Hendrickson, I think it was Trey Hendrickson, comes around the corner. It doesn't get to the quarterback. He's falling and does a, a, a hip roll into the legs of Josh Allen. I said, nah, fam, you didn't just do that. You know what I'm saying? He put a little extra something into Josh Allen. And I'm like, funny business. All right, cool. Trey uh, uh, Hurst, amazing block on Teron Johnson. He came in and put a block on Teron Johnson, right? I get it. You got to finish your blocks. Teron Johnson right. is back. To him, he's in he's in turf. That's the injury that happened with the concussion. Here comes Hayden Hurst, boom, right into. I was like, unnecessary. So but you don't think that's just the standard pancake block, though, bro? The pancake block is when I'm facing you and I put you on your back. Pancake when you're facing. You pan- if I'm initiated, if I'm initiated in a block and your back could be turned to me, I, I'm still entitled to be able to push you down on your back. You know you have him when he's on his on his face first. You done. Your, the play is over. But when you put your helmet into his back and then cause a concussion, because I know ain't no way that concussion was caused from that first hit. But I bring that up because I find there's some funny business. But when when teams are starting to get to know each other and you're trying to, you know I me mean, dominate, I get that part. So now, let's get to the nitty-gritty. Right. Yeah, the- but the, hold on. The Ravens game, real quick. You asked me yeah, about yeah, yeah. that. Don't yeah. you feel like that would be similar to me asking, like, why were, why were y'all in the, like, with Skylar Thompson? Like, why was that game closed? Like to me, it's like a win is a close though, because everybody's talking about it right now. Everybody and their mama's talking about it. Turnovers. Josh is giving up the ball. We gave up the football. What was they the turned the ball over two times too, right? But Tyler Tyler Huntley was 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 you know I me mean, running looking like Lamar Jackson. 
He's a fast quarterback in there, a heavy. Good. They run a they run like a triple option. He didn't like let me tell you this. There's only one quarterback that's thrown over 300 yards on us the whole entire season. And that guy's name is Tom Brady. And he did 70 of it in garbage time on a meaningless drive on at the end of the game. Like it's like nobody really throws on us. I thought that game plan was really good, efficient, and okay. they ran the ball like crazy. Like that's a that's a dangerous game, though, that you're playing. Cause like I said, you run the it football. Is. They ran for like probably like 160 yards. How many points they score? Like the Ravens, look, look, the Ravens, like the biggest Ravens losses on the whole entire year yeah. were a week ago. We beat them by 11 points. That was their biggest margin of loss of the whole entire year. Cause remember, you played them. Yep. They, you beat them by four, right? And Lamar had a chance to win too. It was close. Right? And close. he threw the pick. Yep. It, the other game that they lost was by 10 points. And then the third biggest loss that they had the whole entire year was by seven points. That was a team that was regarded as in all the metrics say that that was like the second best defense of all of football in the personnel that they have, as far as like the cover two with Marcus Williams, Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey, them linebackers with Roquan and Patrick Queen, they got the personnel to make you play conservative as hell. If you play around out there, they're they're a, they're a crazy bunch. That defense, once they got y'all didn't play them with Roquan since then. They hadn't allowed over 12 points a game. Like, bro, that was going crazy. That defense is serious. So, in all in all honesty, do you feel this game is, is going to be close? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I don't you see a scenario, even if y'all were starting to blow us out, i just seen it so many different times where Joe just comes right back and he'll sit on, like, we're second in the National Football League in possessions. So, one of the things that he'll do, like, is just – have like these long grinded out drives, get the momentum back or whatever. Like I've seen it a lot. He will take his checks down. That's one thing I do like about Joe Burrow. He ain't gonna, he gonna take it more than you was talking about mixing earlier, right? Right. He missed four. He missed four games. Ended up with eight hundred something yards rushing. Right. Yep. He had over thirteen hundred, uh, thirteen hundred all purpose yards. Our running backs combined for like fifty catches or something like that. It's absurd. They had more. Our running backs had more catches than Tyler Boyd. Like, we're, like that's this, a big function of what we're going to do. And this is what I this is why I feel this matchup is going to be great because we have two solid cover corners in Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, we have very good linemen in Greg Rousseau, Ed Oliver. I mean, we got some guys that's going to get some pressure. We got some guys that's going to get their hands up. You know, what I mean, getting in lanes uh, to to avoid those. But I, what I like about Joe Burrow, and which is going to be my next question, um, is how. Joe cool right but I'm gonna get more into it because I was asking I was in the uh, spaces chat uh ace was in it I don't think you were in it but ace was in it and I asked a question hey you guys there's some things that drive Bills fans nuts about Josh Allen we know it that's our quarterback I mean he does with all the great that he does there's some things that, that throw us off a little bit and I asked what is it about Joe Burrow that kind of frustrates y'all you know what the honest answer I got from people which kind of annoyed me was like honestly it's not a whole lot like, he's perfect. Like, Joe Burrow is perfect. There's not a whole lot. Man, bump that. There's something that frustrates you about Joe Burrow, whether he does his thing, where, oh, I hate when he does. Like, I need you to be real, put the cap away, and give me the goods. What is it about Joe Burrow that, as a, as a fan, you're watching me, like, man, I hate when he does that, man. That frustrates me, man. Yo, when this happens, oh, man, they figured this out. They just, they're about to do this. What is it that Joe Burrow hates? and then makes him act out of, out of character. I'm going to tell you the one thing that's happened to him a lot this season, and I don't think it happened before, 
but it but it's kind of crazy though i don't know if it's like in his control so by the time we got to week five we changed our whole entire run system to a gap scheme in that we started implementing a whole bunch of rpos right so when they started doing all these rpo action the ball gets out really quick him and tom brady get the ball out faster than any quarterback in the league right now 2.4 yards i mean 2.4 seconds right but in that everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars limited time only price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer single item at regular price Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. he threw what 12 13 picks or something like that but seven of them picks i swear to you go look it up just google joe burrow's interceptions mm-hmm. they're tip passes and for the life of us we're like okay why you keep on throwing into these different lanes and it, and it's almost like he's he, like he's almost like a robot like in 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 like how he wants to get the ball out okay i don't know if it's like a knock on him but i i think that coordinators are just telling the defense get your hands up and like miles garrett tj watt and all these guys like i'm talking about making one-handed catches as his interceptions he's not throwing the ball down the field and it's like interceptions the one that ticked me off he did throw one in the ravens week five game that was horrible um but he came back and took the lead but uh, that's the one thing that I don't feel like it's in his control or if it is, he needs to maybe pump fake or something like that more or whatever. But he's a really good uh, decision maker. Just so we know, he's currently the highest completion percentage in the National Football League, in the history of the National Football League. He overtook Drew Brees earlier season at 69%. He's also the highest completion rating of any quarterback in the playoffs history, in the history of football. And if anybody thinks I'm capping, we could look it up. And it doesn't mean that he's perfect. And it doesn't yep. mean that he's the athlete that Josh Allen is. It doesn't mean right. that he's a cyborg arm. It doesn't mean any of that. But he's efficient. And generally, you don't walk away from games and say, like, oh, he made a bad decision. Oh, why didn't he get away from that? You're going to be like, oh, no. Nah. Like, they just let a free runner in. You feel me? Like, right. I don't know. Like, he's not perfect. But it's not a mis- you're not going to get many mistakes off of him. It, it, when, what I tell people is, the Bills could probably – they could win this, this game by a comfortable lead, right? But what it will take is guys like Russo, guys like Shaq Lawson, ball. Yeah. Yep. Ball. Like, don't don't tell me that I got excuses. Like, I don't need excuses. Like, if I lose, straight up shake your hand. Like, any L that we get. But got you. You gotta, your guys got to ball out and make plays. And Bam. if you don't make them plays – you're going to walk away and be sick complaining about something else that I hear every week and it drives me insane, but it is what it is. Bro. It's so funny because I, I asked you, like, cause I asked all these other cats, what is it about them? And you, the same cat, you said the same thing. Not a whole lot that he does bugs you. Not a whole lot. I can give you a litany of things that Josh Allen does that like, Oh, I hate when he does this. And da, 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 da. You didn't because it's, 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 it's two different. It's two like one of my favorite players in NBA right now is John Morant. Josh Allen is John Morant. Like, like you're gonna take the mistakes with it, he's gonna dunk on somebody crazy, right? But Joe Burrow is maybe, I don't know, like give me like the most efficient guy you know. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I got you. he's it, it's not sexy. It's, it's like I, he's Clay Thompson, he's just efficient, he's not dunking on nobody. You're right. not gonna look at Clay and be like, Why did you shoot that? Like, you're just gonna be like, damn, you missed. You missed, you know what I'm saying? Like 
I got you, and, I got you. and that's what I'm saying. Like it's it is I think people take it like your the two styles are so different, and that's why if you're a Bills fan, you probably don't understand it because you'll take the boom because the boom is way crazier than the bust. That's but that's the you, nature of the game. You see with what I'm Josh. saying? Josh Allen is is he's like not you, boomer, but he's like you take the good with the bad, and it's is a gift and curse. You, know what you saying? see what I'm saying? The, the so, so, like wait, like I have a son. He's six years old. I'm yeah. not he. He he's he's a, he's he's determined. All these different things. You're not showing him Josh Allen tape, thinking like my son is going to throw a football ninety yards on the field. You're trying to show him like, hey, look, keep your hands on the football, stay mechanically sound, make sure that when you move to your platform, you're throwing the ball like this. Like that's like Joe Burrow. Like I feel we'll like show him Joe Burrow film and not Josh Allen film. Because there's only one Josh Allen. You got to uh, be a superhero to be like a Josh Allen. You feel me? Okay, so you see what? I got you. I got you. Now here, here's like, if you want to be like, like, think about Joe Burrow. How he got here? He had to beat out guys at Ohio State. Like, he wasn't like regarded as like this guy, whatever. He had to practice, practice to get to the point that he was at to no. be like, okay. Whereas Josh always had arm talent. He just had to work and hone in on his skills to get to the point where he's at. Where mm -hmm. I feel like Joe Burrow does. He'll never have the arm talent of Josh Allen. He'll never be able to throw the ball that far. And he'll never be able to do certain things. So you got to take the good with the bad with it because it's good. It's so much better than everybody else's. But Joe Burrow had to, they had to go get Chase Burrow. Yeah, Chase Burrow. They had to go get Lamar, uh, Jamar Chase for him to kind of get him going. But that's that's what you need. I, you could say that, but Joe, but let's that's, that's just recap our season. Diggs, I get it. Let, let's recap, though. Joe Joe Mixon missed four games. Hayden Hurst missed three games. Jamar Chase was out four weeks. When he went out, he just threw it to Trent Irwin. Before Joe Burrow, I mean, uh, T. Higgins missed four games as well. He was concussed in the Jets game, knocked out of the Steelers game, suited yeah. up for the Browns game. Like, he didn't have all these guys. When we played the Browns game, he didn't have any of them guys except Jamar for that one game. So all those narratives he killed. Did he have, but, but hold on, did he have, did he ever have both of them out at once? Yeah, yeah Browns game. He, he had well, oh, oh, well, no, 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 no. Thank he you. Had, that, he's, he always had one of them. And if you could, you could tell me T. Higgins, it can be a number one receiver on any other team. Facts or not? Yeah, for sure. Oh, so take away. So Higgins is gone. Jamar is in. Jamar is gone. Higgins is in. He's always got a number one receiver to go to. So you can't say, oh, the injuries happen. You know what I'm saying? That's why I, I got to get you on that. You feel me? Now, if you take well, Dick. Well, out, I mean, you, you, but you, you started off. At the, at the very beginning, you said T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, and you named all of them. But I'm just showing you throughout the season, though, he did go games yeah. where all yeah, of these guys. Both. I get it. Well, but I'm I'm saying even in some of them games, like say when we went to go play the Chiefs, he didn't have Mixon, he didn't have Hayden Hurst, or like say like it's not like he had all these guys at his disposal every game. Yeah. But I, but but that's not even my point. Life is like this. Tom Brady isn't the best quarterback of all time because he has the best arm or any of these different things. Like, mm -hmm. these are two different – like, I don't need arguments of my skill positions no. on to build up my guy, right? Facts. Life to me is about, like, resources. So whoever has the most resources – Tom Brady had Belichick, all these resources around him, and that's what creates the GOAT moniker and all these different things like that. Joe Burrow, could he be as successful as what he is right now? Maybe not. Maybe not. We'll never know. He has resources. And I, and I, and I like that. And this is why when we talk about resources – both teams have great resources and I need, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what? We have, a, we have this, this thing that we play and are you ready for it? Cause I, I don't want to take too much of your time. You straight, you straight, you're good. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Uh, no doubt about it. So we got it. We got. I never got a chance to talk to Bills fans on Twitter space. They never came in our spaces. Oh, well, trust me, they're gonna come. They after. never came. They, no, you, you can't come. You can't get them right now if you this, didn't come before. Hit you. You gotta. You gotta hit the ambassadors of Bills Mafia. So once we see what's going on, we send them right to you. They come. They better. Ho- they should have hollered at us before. They wanted to talk to us now. Can't come afterwards. Just like afterwards, I, if I win, I'm not gonna pull up in a bill space and be like, yeah, I didn't. You done? Take my dub and I'm gonna go on and go do do the next round. I know Bills fans are kind of petty, so we might find your spaces and come in, and come in. You gonna find it and you ain't gonna get no mic. You are just gonna be sitting there listening. <laughs> so I right. came and talked to us. No doubt about it. All right, check this out though. We got something called. Two, two thoughts, two words. I'm going to name a couple things, and I want to get your thoughts on these things I'm going to name. You don't know what I'm going to name. So I want to get your thoughts. And I want, you go, I want your honest thoughts. I want your fan perspective thoughts and, uh, and, and how it pertains. And I'm going to gear to how it pertains to this game coming up because it's a big one. All right? So I'll let you, comp- you kind of chill out a little bit, and we're going to get back to you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm with my man Zim from the Wind City Pod, Who Day Nation in the building right now, and we're about to play a game called Two Words, Two Thoughts. And, and as pertaining to this game coming up, my man doesn't know what I'm going to ask him. So pertaining to this game, I'm going to name this player. You give me the thoughts on this player and how you feel how this person could affect the game and what the, the overall thoughts on this player is. Dawson Knox. Red zone threat. Uh, a nightmare matchup out of the out of the matchups that I look at for this game. I feel like they have the edge of the tight end position. I like it. Trey White. Hopefully, I can get him on the island and get a one on one matchup with Trey White, and his impact on the game will be felt if he's in those one on one situations. You feel that confident, huh? You feel good. I got Jamar. I got Jamar Chase and T Higgins. You feel that Jamar Chase is one of the best receivers, if not the best receiver in the game? Yes, sir. Is he better than Stephon Diggs? Uh, it depends on the scale that you look at it. Who's more accomplished? Stephon Diggs. Stephon mm-hmm. Diggs has always been one of my favorite uh, wide okay. receivers. You got to understand, too, I live in the D.C. area. So one of my uh, good friends is a running back coach at Maryland. So I'm a Maryland enthusiast. Uh, so I love Stephon Diggs. But. He ain't no spring chicken anymore. Jamar Chase is twenty two years old, so it's a, it's two different it's two different conversations. It's easy, baby. Uh, I, do you remember the last time the Bills played the Bengals? It was in Buffalo. No, not really. There was, I, do you remember that there was a play that Dawson Knox uh, he caught a football on the sideline and he turned up field, and I don't know who the cornerback was, but this cornerback absolutely. Really? Yeah, yeah, I think you're, it's coming back. It's coming back. You remember it? I think so. I think so. Bills fans remember it. I just want to. I just wanted to put it out there. It, 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 it what feel- year? What, what year was this though? Twenty nineteen. Like two- I think yeah, it was we sucked. We sucked in twenty nineteen too. You guys had Andy Dalton at the time. Yeah, he <laughs> so, sucked. Twenty nineteen. That you know, like that's when we at the end was it the beginning or the end? We went to tank mode at the end. Yeah, yeah. You 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 guys had some some guys, but it it, it wasn't good. But Dawson Knox came through and he, he handled business. Somebody uh, told me the Bengals record versus the Bills in the last five or six matchups is like in favor of the Bengals. I don't really yeah. like my memory. My memory it's, isn't the greatest, though. I don't know. It's, it's been back and forth. But you guys, you guys have like a five game lead on us or something like that. Jesse okay. Bates. Most important port. The most important person in this game defensively for the Bengals, for sure. I, talk to me. I need to know. Bills fans need to know. What is it about Jesse Bates? 
because one thing that he is, he isn't, I think he's a top five safety in football, but the one thing that I will say is I feel like he's one of the best outfielders in football. And if Josh is going to be throwing the football down, you know, down the field a lot, if he throws it anywhere near like the, if he does it that many times, like how he did in the Dolphins game, that's insane to me. You don't like, think he, you don't think he's going to? You think he's afraid to to chuck it up? Chuck the it's, a, it's risky. It's oh. risky. It's risky because if it doesn't work in your favor, it goes back to my original philosophy of like our coordinator is waiting for you to throw a deep shot, and that's where his that's where it's big on big. You know what I'm saying? I keep on talking about like. Your guy got a ball out, and if he does, then you can win the game 100%. Yeah. But Jesse Bates is a strength of our team as well, too. And what does he do? He, stop, he stops deep passes. That's just I what he does. So he's a, he's a great outfielder. Probably, if not the best in the game, he's one of the best. Like, our safety combo is, is lethal. And I you really think like our safety. If, if Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer are healthy, Jesse Bates, Vaughn Bell, healthy. You take your squad, or you take the best in the, in the, in the, in the league? And, or you're in Hyde. It's hard to say because Hyde isn't healthy, and I have my healthy safeties. Damn, you know what? Hyde Hyde is healthy right now, but they don't want to play him. He might he might come back next week, though. That'd be right? something. Uh, That'd be something. He better, he better come back next week. I see how you kind of worded I think, it. I think I think that would have tipped the game a lot too, because I think the concepts that I was talking about in cover two, you would have been able to implement them a lot more in that instance. And I think that's where the one on one matchups go or whatever. But um, I just think Bates is like one of them guys, bro. Like. He's Von a really Bell. good safety. He's one of the best safeties. Von Bell, he's he's important to the game. I think that early in the season, he made a bunch of picks. Um, he's always got his nose around the football. Every single snap that you see, you're going to see Von Bell and Jermaine Pratt ripping at the football like, like you've never seen before. And they, the last six games, I mean, the last four games, they called six turnovers. And that's just the – I feel like our defense at times is an extension of the offense – where they tried, like, the number one thing they're trying to tackle, but they're trying to make turnovers. That's just what they do. Second best nose tackle in the game. I was watching Dexter Lawrence the other day. Oh, my God, the dude is insane. Like, I don't know if people, like, really watch Trench uh, whatever, but DJ Reader is one of them dudes, bro. Like, Love DJ Reader. You're not running with DJ Reader. Like, you can probably maybe get some successful runs on the Bengals for sure, but DJ Reader is, is, a, is a man, a big-time man. Can you see that super chat? Can you see that comment on the bottom right there? Yep. Bengals passing defense is ranked 23rd. But Von Bell, Jesse Bates, you talk about how great they are with a 23rd ranked defense. And I'm, it's not even shade. I'm just trying to understand, like, is it like, is it more of, do you guys more have a, a bend, don't break type of defense? Because I know you said you don't get a whole bunch of sacks. Just very they, don't, they don't get a lot of sacks. They don't get a, they don't get a, 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 a crazy amount of uh, picks, that, especially from the cornerback position. They get primarily, like, picks from the safety position. Um, at times, I felt like the one game I thought they gave up a lot of yards was like to Tom Brady, like early in the game. And then they came back later on and like clamped it up. They make a lot of second half adjustments. And like I said, there's only been one quarterback that threw for 300 yards. It was that bus game. Outside of that, nobody else threw for 300 yards. So it's not the greatest defense of all time, but they just don't allow like major big plays or big games. And that's just how they, they do it. They force guys to be patient and play underneath. And if you throw deep, that's where the picks and stuff generally happen for us. So that's what we like to do. You're the Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator. Hold on, I got a little something for you. I just I don't know because you said you were a little hazy on the um, on the uh, Sean Williams. Yeah, right. Hold on, bang. There it is. There it is. And that's Bates. Who's number thirty? 
That's Bates. Oh shit. Okay. I just want to I just want to remind you, you know, who's coming yeah. your way. <laughs> <laughs> who's coming your way? I like that. Here we go. I just want to give you one more shot. Bow wow. Do I, hey, do I get a chance to put some highlights up? <laughs> <laughs> I got some highlights from Monday night. Y'all want to watch some highlights? We could we could run some. Y'all want to talk to me about Trey White? We can run a couple highlights now. I have to give you a little something. No, no, no. I appreciate it, no. I do do remember when you said it, I was like, I know somebody like whatever, but yeah, that's young, young Jesse Bates for sure. Yeah, young Jesse Bates. My man said, got him. (laughs) So uh, real real question though. (laughs) Better come out there on Sunday and do it. Like, you ain't got me yet till you get the dub. Like, Cool Uh, highlight. You're you're offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey, and you've got to attack this defense, this defense that you speak very highly of, where can we attack? Where would you attack, right? What what scheme, what would you do? What Where is it that we can find there's a weakness? And this is where we got to exploit on this Bengals defense. I, I feel like um, the best way to attack it, like I said earlier, Eli, he's given up one 100-yard game on the season because he works as a system and they're tied at the string. Okay. You know, like Cam Taylor Bridge not giving up 100. He's been he's now going into his 11 for 12 start. Like they don't give up a lot of yards. They're just a real good tackling team, and then they rely on the safeties in the back end to you know pick it up and and clean it up. So I just think that if they're able to get double moves, get miscommunication from the safeties or whatever, you'll see that Stephon Diggs should do a really good job. Um, we saw a little bit of that on Monday night. Like I think they're going to concede a lot of stuff underneath. I think that Beasley could be a big part in this game and giving up a lot of underneath stuff. It's just all about like, are they going to be able to stay patient with it because they're not trying to give up the big play. And I think they're going to try to bait him into a lot of stuff like deep, but Mm. if he can, if, if he can stay underneath and and just go and, you know, will and deal, whatever, but see, that's where the score thing kind of comes into play a little bit when you're not scoring that fast, then it's just the time is, it's just not feasible. And that's the game plan is like, we want to make you throw everything underneath perfect. Don't make a mistake. And that's generally like what they do. They go into a lot of concepts where they drop seven. It looks like a four-man front, especially on third down. They rely on Trey Hendrickson and Joseph Osada to get pressure. That's just what they do. But I think that Dorsey should be able to say we can run on these guys whenever we see these looks um, and take those yards that they're showing us and don't get greedy and throw the ball down the field. He should be able to say pre-snap. If I get this look, Josh, this is how I want to take advantage of Eli or Cam Taylor Britt. Um, there's a lot of different ways that I feel like they can exploit it. And especially if he sees any man concepts, like after the snap or whatever, if he All sees right. a lane, then Josh needs to run. I think one of the other things too, is the Bengals are one of the worst play action um, defensive teams in the national football leagues as well. So if they're setting up the run and then they're doing a lot of play action doses in there too, I think that they could gash up the Bengals up really crazy with that too. Here's the thing, man. We don't, we don't do too much. It's, it's so it's crazy because we have the ability. We got James cook. We got Devin Singletary, very good backs. Uh, And as a fan and and I'm watching this, I feel like we don't, we don't commit to the run. I don't want to say we don't run because we're one of the better rushing teams in the league. We don't commit to the run, but we have such a three headed monster with Josh, James Cook and Devin Singletary, we can kind of hit the opportunity. People. The opportunities will be there. They will be there. And I saw what Dobbins was do, was able to do to you guys. And I was like, fam, Dobbins has a similar skill set to James Cook. Maybe we can. And James Cook is subtle. 
I think so. I think, I think so. I'm going to tell you, though, mm. it's part of what they're going to do is like they rather give you the run yards because it just short. Like I keep on going back to this. Concept. Yep. The, like I, I feel like the Dolphins game is like the stupidest game plan you could ever do to a team that can throw like that. You can't like even incompletions just stop the clock and it just gives them more time to come and get you, even if they punted the ball to you. Like, it's just giving them more time to go get the ball back. They're not going to try to let Josh Allen possess the football. And, and that if that means he goes on a long drive, we're going to try to come back with the long drive ourselves or whatever. Like, they're going to feast on the fact that if you're running the football, we feel like it's running against yourself. You're running against your amount of possessions. And then when you do get the possessions that you want, maybe we get a turnover or something like that. And then what are the rushing yards for them? They're all for nothing. Letting the Bengals walk out of there, right, without bombing on them, throwing right. deep passes, would be you you will walk away as a Bills fan and say, bro, why we ain't throw deep on them? You see what I'm saying? Okay. We want you, I think like you'll see, like I I this is my last time to bring up the Chiefs because I know y'all got like some weird beef going on or whatever. I but like it. I I yeah, hey, look, I packed them up three times. I ain't tripping all those cheese. Like I took them out three straight in one calendar year. So you're talking okay. to the wrong. So uh the last time that we saw them, they were like, bro, we're going to run the football when we should. Because we'll show you three uh, three man fronts a lot. They ran like crazy. They ran for like 155. But then when they make – They ain't score enough. You're killing your own clock. It, in that it, it, they killed their own clock. And yeah. when they, Kelsey got a huge fumble in it, and mind you, they were converting huge fourth downs, all types of stuff, bro. Like they were they were doing a lot of crazy stuff. To even be in that, we had dropped touchdowns, all types of crap. But the number one reason why the game was 27-24 wasn't because we're like some elite defense. We just limit the opportunities and we like to sit on, like, like I said, the Bengals are second in time of possession in the National Football League. They're I going like to try to sit on the clock and go on long drives that are going, they, they, they just take boom, Hurst, Boyd, Mixon, you know what I'm saying, take a shot. That's just so what, how they roll. What you're telling us is Bills, what Bills have to do is get up on you guys early. Because, I mean, we're, we're the number two scoring offense in the game right now. I, I think we're number two. I think you guys are number four to number five. Um, four. So don't, you, don't you try to put me at five. I'm at four. <laughs> That's a, that, I, don't you – don't the way I sound, don't I sound like some team that just scores like 14 points a game? It's like we do score. It's just oh, no, no, no. Listen, it's just I know. I know. He, you I, know, I, like I feel like the whole tone, I was like, it's efficient – we run. We trying to. I know the game. The game is <laughs> the game very well because you're not you poo pooing on the opponent, but you're strengthening your case. But you're not you're not rah rah rahing too hard. So I mean, but I, I see I see you this. Think I'm, oh, I, bro, I'm you rah rah. You rah rah, but you rah rah in a different way. Bro, I like it though. Bro. I like it. So I think I think that Josh Allen like Josh Allen is incredible. I've said that like five times. I think the defense of the Bills is incredible. I don't think your offensive line is incredible at all. It's uh, not. I think. I think I think there are different elements. Like if High and Poyer were playing, if I was a Bengals fan, I would be looking at this a lot different because it could look a lot like the Ravens game, like in my mind. But you know, like it's one of them things, bro. Like we won big games, gone straight to a Super Bowl. So you're not gonna get a Bengals fan to be like, man, please let me, please let me get some points. 
Like I just came straight from a bowl, bro. Like, like somebody in the crowd was like, bro, meth is meth, meth is real. I'm thinking to myself, like, meth got me to a bowl. Yes, we lost, but we lost on one possession. Like, I'm not like some random dolphin fan blowing smoke saying, bro, this our year. Like, bro, we literally came from a bowl. Wait, and here, <laughs> and I, I, I do want to say something about this defense because uh, I, I know how explosive this your offense can be, and I know what it looked like in the first, you know what I'm saying, like nine minutes of the game. It's a very small sample, but I mean, adjustments are made. And we all know the first 15 plays are scripted. So we know what we want to do. And it's usually, it works out sometimes pretty well in your first 15 plays based on what we know, what these guys like to do at the beginning of the game, but it becomes an adjustment game after that. So we get that part, right? The one thing I got to talk about this, this is my, my defense. Cause this defense, the whole year was one of the best scoring defenses. We weren't allowing a whole lot of stuff going down. Um, we were obviously a little healthier and, Injuries happen, so I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna hedge my thing on that. But at the end of the day, this defense is still a damn good defense. We've got very disciplined uh, interior linemen. We've got two solid linebackers that are healthy, both of them at the same time. Um, Trey White is starting to come back a little bit to his All Pro self. Now he's gonna be his All Pro self. We don't know yet. And Elam is starting to get his confidence back. Now we don't know. That's a 50-50. But I think matchup wise, it's much better than what you had in Dane Jackson. Dane Jackson is more of a zone corner. We have more of a man corner in Elam. So Elam might match up extremely well with T. Higgins, size, length, speed, all that. Uh, and it's about the pressure, right? Daquan Jones, Jordan Phillips, Greg Rousseau coming off the edge. We've got some dogs on that. And the one thing you said earlier was that you guys rotate fresh legs all day. That is the epitome of the Bills defensive line. We have yeah. a lot of money tied into that. We don't ever let, I mean, lately we've been allowing these guys to kind of get up to 50, 55%, but these guys are going around the, the 40, 30%, uh, 45%. Rotate, fresh legs all day. So if we can continue to put the pressure on without having to give up a guy coming in and blitzing and giving giving up an open lane, we're going to try to avoid that. For me, for me to, to take away what Joe Burrow loves to do, not that he can't go deep. Boy, can he has a rocket. He could do that thing. I'd rather him check down and get him in this third and long position, third and long, because right now right. defensively, the Bills are one of the best in defense to stopping third and long. If we get you guys in third and long, it forces you guys to, it puts you in a different position. This is where Callahan is going to have to make a decision. Am I running this thing? Am I screening this thing? What are we going to do? So if we put you in these stressful positions, because I'm not saying I don't respect your run game, but the run game, we've been so pretty disciplined in, in stopping the run because we've been gassed so often last year uh right. and we have you know what i mean ptsd if we continue to do what we do in terms of stopping the run and i'm not saying make you one-dimensional but you're gonna have to air the ball if joe burrow's putting up 50 40 to 50 60 attempts not good right, I can tell you right now it's not good so that's the advantage they're gonna have a chance i don't think neither one of these boys gonna have a chance to throw it that many times i have bro. no idea how this game is gonna go and that's why this perfect I can't see a scenario where it's like that though. But like, like on the year though, like just so people know, like, like let me just ask you, who got yeah, more yeah. yards passing the ball on the year, Joe Burrow or Josh Allen? Uh, I think Joe Burrow might have an edge a little bit. Right. Kind of, so you know, saying like this concept of like, I don't know if people watch the Bengals a lot, but like he throws the ball. Oh no, he throws it. <laughs> he throws it. I, I think like for most of the season, they were balanced towards the end. I thought there were some different spots where, you know, I was like, man, I wish they could run the football a little bit more efficiently. We've had some good, we had some good ones where, you know, I felt like they should have ran. Yeah. 4,400 yards were passing this year. Not bad. Yeah. And he, and I mean, 
35 and 12 games in there. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can say the same thing. The, the duality of Josh Allen, you know what I'm saying? Like being able to run is the, the other part, but Joe Burrow, one thing about him too, he's got probably, he's, I don't know how many rushing touchdowns. Josh Allen got probably like seven. Joe Burrow yep. got like six. <laughs> like he be, like this, this concept that Joe Burrow doesn't run or something like that. I don't know where people got that from. Like I watched him in the AFC championship run for like 60 yards or something like that. I don't, I don't know the exact amount, but he, he doesn't run like Josh Allen. That's but right. it's a shistier Joe Burrow. Run. Joe Burrow is mobile and he will do what he needs to do. He's no different than in terms of getting out of the pocket than Mahomes. Right. Joe Burrow, I was looking at it because I was looking at the touches. I was looking He's at not it. slow though. He ain't slow. I ain't gonna I'm just, gonna, I'm just nobody's like Josh Allen, but but I'm telling you, y'all gonna remember it's gonna be some runs in here that's that are backbreakers, just the same way. You know, you would have to see the Bengals play like a little bit more, like if anybody like hadn't seen it. Yeah. He does a lot of it. I put a lot of the highlights or whatever on there a lot, whatever, like on my page, on my Twitter, like on a daily basis. He runs a lot more than what I think people think. He's not like just some pocket guy that just sits back there. Like he runs. Quarterbacks, he these new age quarterbacks are not your your Joe Flacco's and your Carson Palmer's. They're not the not the Andy Dalton's. These boys can move like your Trevor Lawrence's. Look at Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy can move. He can move around. So I get that part. Josh is just a little different. Just a little different. So yeah, yeah, for sure. I catch you this whole time, and I appreciate you. Uh, you are bossed up, and I appreciate you for this, man. Um, this show, this is one of the best segments uh, that people love. They love, <laughs> right? And I should this- do this more often. I should get. I need. I need to do this. Like this is. I thought this was dope, man, because. It's one of them things like, yeah, you got to get that other perspective, too. You have to get the other perspective. And, and the thing is, you can go on all these podcasts and they sit there and be like, hey, tell me about what you're going to do. Nah, man, this is, this is the Rico Report. This is the Buffalo Fanatics. We know how we get down. So this segment, a lot of people like. Now, you can choose how you want to do this. Your choice. I'm not telling you what it is. I kind of give you a little bit of something on a breakdown. And I always give an opportunity to uh, my guest to get something off their chest, right? And it's usually... Something that someone may not know, they better recognize, or you want to give props. You might want to play a PC and say, you know what, it's going to be a good game. That's all I got to say. Or you can get, you can dig deep and really let them know what's on your chest. So I'll give you a moment to, you know, stretch it out. I like that. Stretch it out. You know what I'm, <laughs> I'm going to let you have an opportunity to get something off your chest. Ladies and gentlemen, my man Zim from the he was, from the Winsnatty podcast has got something to say. Say it with your whole damn chest. Go ahead. Bro. I want to say that beat was hard as hell. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to say, like, man, I appreciate you having me on the show, man. I just I appreciate like you know linking up with people of like minds. I love football. I love talking football. I think uh, I told somebody this earlier today. When somebody tells you that, man, it's going to be a good game, that's just code word for I hope my team kicks your ass. So, like, I hope you guys have a great day out there. Um, I'm not with that. I'm, I'm really strong-minded in my beliefs, and I feel like Joe Burrow is, like, one of the more – the game isn't, like, what people think sometimes, and he represents something that you just haven't – you don't see often. And so does Josh Allen, and I, and I respect that, and I think that these are two really good teams about to go head-to-head, and, and both fan bases haven't seen – either one of these quarterbacks i assure you and i think in the in the system in the in the the people and the powers that be 
show highlights and show different things like that, but they kind of leave out a lot of Joe Burrow stuff. And I think everybody's going to get a chance to see like what I'm talking about. It's very subtle sometimes. Sometimes it's right in your face, but he never has disappointed me. I've seen this guy do things that you've never even imagined. People walk out of those games and say it's luck. I disagree. It is something about this dude and what he instills in the rest of the team. You're going to walk out and say the defense carried. You're going to say the kicker carried. You're going to say all these different things happen, but it's like there's magic that happens around him where he just has these things where he comes back and he just delivers. <laughs> like he just he just brings the goods, bro. And I and I think I want everybody to see that on the biggest stage. It would have been dope to have it like at night, like how it was on that Monday night game, but I think you got a glimpse of it. So anybody that's saying they don't see it, I think you're kidding yourself. Like you got to understand this dude is very, very accurate. And I kid you not, he, if he gets the chance to put a knife in your heart, he will not miss. That mm -hmm. is my promise to you. That's, that's, I, I like that. You said it with your chest right there. And it's our last part. If he has a chance to stick it in your heart, he will do it. Now, I respect Joe Burrow. And I, you know what? And, and funny enough, when this, 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 this Monday night uh, game took place, and obviously the unfortunate situation happened. Um, all I was reading and seeing was how like legit close and respectful Bengals and Bills fans were. There was no animosity. There was no rah, rah, rah. There was no like hate like you would have against the Ravens or whatever. It wasn't like that. And this, these two franchises have been around for a long time. We've had our battles in the past, um, in the 90s and so on and so forth. So um, there's no like, we hate this team. Like, like the bills hate the Patriots or the bills hate the Cowboys. There's, there's no hate. So it's funny uh, how this is going to play out. And like you said, man, this is going to be a good game. That's exactly right. I just hope my team wins because I don't know what direction this game is going to go in. And that's right. the fact my man Silas comes in with a super chat. S salute to my man. Side side comes out of the side holding it down in the spaces. Boy, that boy, he, he, he's got <laughs> that boy's battery. gets stay charged. Right. My yeah, man Silas yeah. says, yo, Burrow is ahead of Josh by about 180 yards. Uh, Josh sat two and a half quarters, right? We need to rush Burrow the same way we play Patrick. Compress the pocket and try to force him away uh, from using the whole field. And that's a, it's a good point. And once, the thing is, we have the linemen to really push the pocket. It's about, it's about getting your quarterback off the spot. Not necessarily getting him to scramble, but getting him off the spot and uncomfortable. Joe Burrow is good enough to be in uncomfortable places and still make plays. Uh, and that's where we just have to close. This is where guys like Von Miller would have been perfect for a game like this. But now the young bucks got to step up. And that's what it's got to come down to. So Hendrickson, Hubbard, Logan, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Jesse Bates, Von Bell, like, yo, Eli Apple. This is going to be a damn game. You know what I'm saying? Offensive side, T. Higgins, uh, Hayden Hurst. The one thing that we didn't talk about, and you thought I was going to let you get away with it. There's no way I can. Your offensive line. How concerned are you? You got Jonah Williams out, Lyle Collins out, and now Kappa out. And you got three. I don't want to call them new linemen because I know they're not new linemen. They've got there, you got linemen that have some, they have some experience. But for me, chemistry is everything. How concerned are you that you don't have your starting five going up against a very good defensive front from the Buffalo Bills? If I answer this question, are you going to answer my question I have back for you? 1,000%. Okay. We're going to be real here, right? 
you're gonna be dead ass real that's the only way <laughs> say now um you'd be a fool not to be concerned with you know like a brand new starting left tackle brand new right tackle and a brand new right guard uh it's the thing that i'm you know like if you're a Bengals fan you got to be sitting there saying you know how like i heard people say well if josh allen did turn the ball over like we're gonna win like if they if if they block for Joe Burrow, I feel really confident. But you know, you know how that goes. Like you just don't know because you haven't seen this alignment together. And I did see a rep with you know the the and I've been posting it. The guy Jackson Carmen starting at left tackle. I thought he looked really good last week in his you know like in his first start at left tackle. I thought he looked better than Jonah Williams at time because he, he because of his stature. Jonah Williams has been like an undersized tackle that our fans argue would have been a should have been a guard and he's given up like 14 sacks on the season and probably been the most inconsistent for, portion of our offensive line the Alex Kappa injury last week was the one that I was like oh my god that was the best guy on our offensive line y'all don't know he blocked for Brady in Tampa Bay and stuff right. so that was a big um, you know that was a that that was the best guy Lyle Collins he was battling like a back injury all year the guy and I, and I loved him in the run game and I thought he was he was amazing in that in pass blocking he got a habit of like lunging and stuff like that he was the lowest graded pass blocker on our team the kid Adenogy came in he started on the Super Bowl team or whatever which brings me to my last point I think that he's cool but he struggles with power so Rousseau has to go crazy on him like that's a big matchup for you guys like he cannot Russo like I don't know if Russo had a pressure or a sack or anything last week, but he, he has to be. He he did. No. Okay, I didn't yes. see that one. You best believe it. He had he had a, he had a pressure, and I think he had what 0.5 of a sack, I believe. Or I think okay. had a, I, think I had rewatched it. I rewatched the game though for sure. So check that. But I think I, uh, I so think I didn't I didn't think. But 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 be that as it may, I yeah. think that uh, Adenogy struggles with power and stuff, and Russo brings power. So. That's a guy that 100% they need to be watching for. Um, but I will say this, and my final point on that yeah. is that if you were to ask me, is this offensive line better right now than what it was last year? Even with the the, the three things that you just said? Yep. Hell yeah. Okay. Like that line, the, line, the line from last year, horrible. Like Joe Burrow just threw go balls all day yep. and, and all, this, all this underneath stuff. He, it was like ball out quick, whatever, and go balls. It was no five-step drops or anything like that. We've evolved into that. So that's the one thing I can say. I think the Lions suck like the worst ever last year. Right now, they just suck. <laughs> now, my question to you is, how confident do you feel about your offensive line? You know what? Uh, my offensive line is a very – listen, let me put it this way. I do Seven not sacks. This. I know. Uh, I do not feel – the seven sacks, is it, it was – game plan it was more so about the game plan of we're going to it was not a wide. it wasn't a wide nine that they did but they they purposely let Jalen Phillips and, and Bradley Chubb get to the corners and force Allen up the funnel they wanted to funnel him up right so Allen now has to make a decision am I going to take off or do am I are my eyes still downfield and by the time he's ready to make a decision it's over with so it was a lot of self-inflicted sacks. Was it because our line was so horrible? Not necessarily. It was more so Josh just indecisive on what he wanted to do and take it, and they got him. Now, is it still concerning? 100%. Am I concerned about Spencer freaking Brown, my right tackle? Heck yeah. Pass, pass blocking, liability. 
That's why on the right side of my line is the weak side. Left side is the strong side. We got Deion Dawkins, we got Roger Saffold, and we have a steady in Mitch Morse. Mitch Morse is the key to this offensive line. But that right side, more specifically right tackle, I have an issue. Hendrickson, that boy's a problem. He's a problem. Now, you don't get many sacks. I get that part. But you guys are freaking disciplined. You guys are tacticians. You guys, you guys, you know where to make, you know where to be. But the, for me, the key to this game, and I'm, I didn't really break it to you yet, but the key to this game, honestly, is DJ freaking Reader. DJ Reader is a problem. If he is disrupting the middle, if he's he does, he doesn't offer that much pass rush though, like them dudes. It's though. not about that. I don't. He'll give, I don't, you, a, he'll give you a little bit. He's you know what I'm saying what he does is take on double teams. Like that's nobody what I'm talking. Doesn't. He disrupts what we're trying to do and and not letting allowing us to you know what I mean get these gaps. That's problematic for us. So if we just make we need to make sure that we're sound. We do we get it? I'm gonna go into Coach McDermott's you know what I mean bag. We need to be fundamental. You know what I'm saying? Key fundamentals and just and just stay in your lane. Make sure you handle your business. Don't get out of pocket. Let Josh do what he does. You give Josh time. Yeah. Josh will cook. It's over. Let you let him have time to to survey the field. We got them dogs, and a lot of people think we just have digs. Uh, Gabe Davis here and there. There are some names that a lot of these cats don't know about. Kalusha Kier. You let yeah. him. They give him an opportunity to get out there, and make plays. Watch out. Dawson yeah. Knox hasn't even got hot yet. Watch out. But it's all a matter of if you give him time. Josh can cook 350 yards, and people are talking about, oh, my gosh, we are concerned. Boy, he put three touchdowns and 350 yards, and we talk about turnovers? We're talking about turnovers? Yo, we won the game. That's what, that's what matters at the end of the day, and we shot ourselves in the foot. Imagine if we don't shoot ourselves in the foot. The same way you said, you blitz. It's over with. So we shoot ourselves in the foot. We don't do that. It's a wrap. But it's going to be. You turn, you turn the ball over three turnovers uh, against You're the Bengals. You're gonna lose. Straight I'm gonna tell you, we were straight you know face. Me? You see me? I'm I'm letting y'all know that right. You you turn the ball over three times with the Bengals. You might turn it over two. That might be an L. I'm trying to tell you, he get the ball back. It's efficient. It's and like he feasts off of like that's like food for real. Like that's the one thing I do know. I think that I don't think people that say that I, I feel like it's a little. It, it's like an oversell about the turnovers with him because I'll take the reward anyway. But if he turns the ball over three times, you're going to walk out of that stadium mad as hell. What if he doesn't turn the ball over at all? I think you got a really good chance to win. Way better chance than, than not. If I turn the ball over, I think that it's kind of weird. People aren't talking about Burrow possibly like turning the ball over. Or I anybody. know. Damn, the dude's throwing. He's he's throwing, what, 14 interceptions or, or 13, 12 interceptions? I think it's like 12. But like I said, out of it, though, all interceptions have a, a story. But if you go look, six of them are, like, on tip passes. But he's not going to throw it down the field and, like, go get a pick. But, like, if your guys get your hands up, like, I've seen that so many times. That's, like, something that Bengals fans, like, cringe at when we see it. But Just stay away from Jordan Poirier. That's all I'm going to say. Stay away from Jordan Poirier. Did right. you see Jordan Poirier on the first play of the game on that Monday night game? I put him on the ground. I thought he was breakdancing. We were just- <laughs> I saw Straight that, too. Up. I saw that too, but Jordan Poirier. Don't look Jordan, on my Twitter. That thing. <laughs> he's playing for. He's playing. He's playing for a little more. Uh, Say nah. I, I think he's. I think he's a great safety, bro. Like straight up. But, I, but to me, it's a, it's about scheme. It's not like it's not like the. It's not like I remember back in the day. It would be like Ocho Cinco versus like Darrell Revis, and you'd be like, "Who's going to win this man? Like the Bengals aren't like that. Like it's it's no a doubt. scheme where they're all like all tied to the hip with each other, and they just work with each other. You and the see. linebackers get sideline to sideline. It's, it's not about. It's just like a big 
it's just a it's, it's just like a great team effort so i know it's like like in this day and age it's like sauce versus digs like you know like it's it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. that with it like you're not going to get one-on-one situations with eli apple or one-on-one like you're not going to get many if, if any at all straight up that's not know. how they play Zim, it's, it's a lot. lot of zone, bro. Last question for me because you you've been so grateful with your time and I appreciate you. Real yeah, talk. man. I was like, man, let's talk. Like, oh man, this is fun. So check this out, man. I hate doing it. I don't know how you like do if you like doing this or not. I always I usually wait till last second for me to do this. And ironically enough, I didn't give uh my thoughts on it the last game we played and and our in the game didn't finish. So score predictions. You gotta score predictions. You some people love them, some people hate them. I hate. I, I personally hate doing score predictions. I can't do score predictions, bro. Can I? Can I say that I think it's a Bengals win? I mean, I, I think say- it's a Bills win. So I guess we we're gonna sit here and 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 do that. Oh, you know what? But I will do this though. I will do this. I do this with my own guys. I'm gonna do it with you, right? And we we usually have some on. Uh, I mean, this is this is my segment. This I'm like superstitious with that. I'm sorry, man. Like even on my own show, I never do score predictions. Bro. I I'm hate. Sorry. Score Yo, listen. Last time we were going to do the Bengals game, we're like, yo, what's the score prediction? I said, I can't do it. I can't do it. And the game didn't end. So I'm a, <laughs> who knows what's going on. But Bro, I don't I don't know what it is about it. I feel like if I speak it into existence or something like that or some weird thing, I don't know. Like, I don't I just don't do it. I don't I don't ever remember ever doing score prediction. I, I, I will say on record, just so y'all can have a good receipt. I do feel like the Bengals win, though. Like, I'm not running from that. Two score game. Nah. One score. I think whoever wins doesn't win by like a field goal. I think whoever wins wins by like seven. Seven. I like that. Uh, here's the last one because I mean, I, listen, we're having fun right now. So I mean, we we gonna chop it up. Every team, every moment, and and right now I'm <laughs> up here for now. But like, you wanna you wanna put out an APB alert for this one cat, or you wanna put out an APB alert for yo coach? Where was that? I didn't see that. Is there someone or something? That deserves to be on the milk carton alert. You've been missing. We need you. Come back home. You know what I'm saying? Is there anybody that stands out? And I'm gonna give you the full screen because I don't want it to block your face. Who on the Bengals or what is happening with the Bengals that you feel has been missing and you needed to come back? You miss it. And the milk carton's been passing around, it's been in stores, and nobody's seen it, and we need it back. I think I'm gonna go with. This is a candidate. Can you pull me back to the double screen? Absolutely, I can. Let's let's bring it in. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my guy Rico right here. Talk to me now. <laughs> after Sunday, oh. after Sunday, I'm gonna throw Rico on it. You see, it's a it's a Bills it's a Bills helmet. Anyway, so we're gonna be looking for Rico after you Sunday. Looking- you gotta you you gotta open invitation to come on the Cincinnati file. We're gonna look for you. you know what? We're gonna look. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that's the best response I ever got. I'm gonna get Rico. I'm gonna hey, look. Don't don't have me looking for you now. Like we go now. Now that we cool, now that we now that now yeah. we gang and we can talk ball. I'm gonna be looking for Rico, so I ain't got to put like you on the milk card. I like it. You know what's beautiful about this? We got receipts, baby. We got receipts. So when when it all plays out, it I'm, is what it is. <laughs> it. it is what it, you know. What I'm saying like, listen. At the end of the day, man. Yep. Like I said, I love football. I do got to get out of it. But uh, I appreciate you having me on here. Oh, no. And I just I just think that it's a beautiful thing. And some people, like, take a little bit more into it and just be on some, like, oh, my God. Like, look, either way, 
win, lose, or draw, man, like it's all love. Man. I appreciate, I appreciate like fans and it turned up. Like that's what I want to see, and I just think that we got to do more of this building, and we got to get out. You know, like like you were saying some of the stuff before you came on it. I love having these conversations because the masses and the powers that be aren't allowing our teams. Like our teams have a lot of similarities. Like on a history alert, I mean, I mean on the history side of it. There's a lot of different players that haven't got their just due, and it's up to us as fans, and it's up to us as podcasters. It's up to all the people to make sure that people getting the proper information so that guys get their just due. So when lose draw, man, like we're gonna still be able to turn up, get money, you know, live another life, and have our family come home to talk ball, whether it be whatever. You know what I'm saying? When lose okay. draw, we're gonna we're gonna have a good time, and we're doing it for the sport of football. You feel me? Yes. Sir, ladies and gentlemen, my guy Zim from Win City Podcast came through, blessed the show. Uh, we need to have you back another time, man. This was this was a good link up. I think these are necessary uh, for 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 fans of the team from both squads to kind of partake and have a little fun. So, listen, I appreciate your time, man. Handle it. Go handle it with your family. Uh, much love is Hude Nation. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, you got to come. You're going to come on the Western Natty Pop, right? No doubt about it. You know I'm going to bring the energy. That's what I do, baby. So we going to catch you on the flip side. That's my man, Wim. Zim, salute. Appreciate you, man. Catch you on the Appreciate flip side. Appreciate y'all, man. No doubt about it. Let's go. That's my guy, Zim, came through. If you guys appreciate that show, smash that like. If you guys appreciate that show, hit that subscribe button. We hit that 25K subscriber, and it feels so damn good. Let's keep it moving. And folks, just like that, the show's done. I thoroughly enjoyed that show. It allows me to chit-chat, allows to, you know, to be in our element. You know what I'm saying? Salute to my man Silas that put me on. Love it. Silas has been killing in the, in the game right now, so uh, love every bit of it. You, I got to give a shout-out to my man Zim came through, and that's the first time somebody put me on the damn milk carton alert. How dare he? You know what I'm saying? And I hope I'm not on the damn milk carton alert because I definitely would have been on the milk carton alert if we lost to the Dolphins. You would have saw me say, peace, I'm out. But that ain't going to happen. Bills are going to win this one. I feel it. I, I feel it's going to be a good game. You know what I'm saying? But real talk, shit talking aside, heck of a game that's going to happen between the Bills and Bengals. Like, this is long overdue. This was supposed to happen on the bright lights Monday night. They put us on a 3 p.m. game. You think they would give us the night game, but it doesn't matter. We got to handle business. We got to stay injury-free. We got to stay mistake free we got to be disciplined the same way they're disciplined on defense we've got to be disciplined on offense josh allen do not be afraid to take the check down your opportunity will come for you to strike i don't give a damn who's back there von bell jesse bates don't give two shits take what we they don't they they're not covering guys like Diggs all day and gabe davis and dawson knox you don't get to you don't get guys like that. you didn't have that playing against the ravens you know what i'm saying this is a different beast and I'm looking very much forward to this. So, folks, smash that like. If you're a Bengals fan in this thing, it's going to be a heck of a game. Smash that like. Show some love. And if you guys haven't followed, follow the brand on every social media platform, IG, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. You know it. We are we're everywhere. If you guys have not followed me yet on Twitter, right here, Rico underscore BF underscore. That's how we do. And that's it for me. I got to get ready to get this flight. I'm about to be uh, in Ontario, going to visit my, my moms and watch the game out there. So I'm not going to be in my element. So I'm going to take all my stuff with me and we out of here. So, folks, that's it for me. Y'all enjoy the rest of your evening and the rest of the weekend. We'll see you Sunday for pregame. Oh, I cannot wait.
ladies and gentlemen. Also, fanatics. Have a good evening, and we'll catch you guys. Peace. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.